Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. What do we really mean by quality of life? There are various ways of looking at quality of life. From the healthcare perspective, quality of life could include physical and mental health. From the financial perspective, quality of life could look at one's monetary resources, one's professional life, job security, socioeconomic status, etc. Then, of course, there are quality of life rankings for countries that look at things like freedom, food, housing, political environment, and much more. I think, given the current global economic and political environment, especially after the COVID outbreak and everything that people experienced as a result of the pandemic, it is very important to talk about the quality of life here in the United States of America. Quality of life. In this episode, we cannot discuss this for each individual. But rather, I will focus on how are we doing as a collective group of citizens. Given the economy as it stands now, people are extremely stressed. And that's the word right now, stressed. And stress is not good for quality of life, no matter how you define the term. The economy is not good at all. Prices of everyday goods are going up, food prices are going up, and food is one of the basic necessities of life. And so when food prices go up, people suffer. Middle and lower income Americans suffer the most. Because expenditures on food is a larger percentage of their budgets compared to high-income Americans. And how does that affect the quality of life? Families with senior citizens or children are likely facing the greatest amount of stress right now. In senior years, people usually have dietary needs, special dietary needs, depending on their health status. And so a shortage of food can be very difficult to deal with. And then let's talk about children. The shortage of baby formula that we heard about a lot in the news. That shortage has resulted in panic among many parents across the country. When parents have to worry about how they can feed their infants, that tension, that stress can certainly lead to lower quality of life. No one should have to worry about food. But sadly, food insecurity is a very big issue. Food insecurity has become a much worse situation than before. The children are our future. They are precious and we must do everything in our power to feed them, take care of them, give them a decent life, great education, so that they can grow up to be productive citizens. And so this infant formula shortage is just unbelievable. Food insecurity leads to lower quality of life. And now let's talk about energy. Energy is the blood of the economy. Just as blood circulates throughout the human body, we need energy in every sector of the economy. We need energy for power generation and for all kinds of transportation needs. 
Without affordable energy, everything from personal travel to commercial transportation will be difficult. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Energy has become really unaffordable. When fuel costs rise, that affects the prices of other goods in the economy. If it costs more to transport your finished products, then that transportation cost affects the price tags of the goods in the market. Gas prices are going up and that's driving up prices of everything else. As of the time of recording of this podcast, the average price of gas in the United States is more than $5 per gallon. People are struggling as a result. High cost of fuel is draining people's bank accounts. Monthly expenses have risen as a result of more money being spent on transportation. So when people cannot keep their expenditures within their budget, what does that do to their quality of life? It falls. The quality of life falls. And of course, we need to talk about the long lines, especially the long lines outside the pharmacy. I don't know what my listeners here have experienced, but I have, for many months now, frequently seen long lines at the pharmacy that I go to. People waiting in a long line at the drive through to pick up their prescriptions. And I'm sure this has to do with staffing shortage. There are not enough people willing to work. And that's in general. Employers are looking to hire, but there are not enough candidates applying for the jobs that are available. That makes me very concerned about the economy, and I'm not the only one who is worried. And when we worry about the direction that the economy is heading towards, that affects our quality of life. When we are surrounded by uncertainty, our quality of life is adversely affected. As an advanced industrialized nation, we have lots of luxury and comfort, even things that we take for granted, such as hot water when you turn on the faucet and garbage pickup trucks in the neighborhood. Many of these things are luxuries for people in certain parts of the world. We, here in America, have a lot to be thankful for. We are very fortunate. But our growth and success did not happen overnight. Many, many years of hard work and dedication by our country's citizens and immigrants made it possible for the United States of America to be an image of success and prosperity. And we have to protect our country. But now there are many challenges for us. There are reports of possibly rolling blackouts this summer. Rolling blackouts, you may ask. How can this be possible? Here in the United States, there are rolling blackouts and energy crisis in developing countries. How is it possible that there will be rolling blackouts in the United States of America? There are news reports indicating that rolling blackouts may happen this year. Going back once again to the discussion of energy. 
the energy crisis in this country is reaching a boiling point. In America, without an affordable supply of energy, everything will come to a halt. And just the thought of America coming to a standstill because of the energy crisis, that thought is extremely stressful. As Americans, if we don't have energy security, then our quality of life will definitely be diminished. The discussion of quality of life is very long and elaborate. And the discussion includes housing as well. Quality of life depends on the quality of housing. On one hand, we see many new single-family homes being built, as well as luxury apartments, condos, etc. There are reality shows about celebrity realtors selling million-dollar homes in expensive neighborhoods. But on the other hand, we have widespread homelessness in cities like San Francisco and New York. In Madison, Wisconsin, where I live, there is a large homeless population. No one wants to be homeless, revisiting the basic necessities of life, which are food, clothing, and shelter. Shelter is something that all human beings need. Sadly, there are many fellow human beings who don't have a roof over their heads. They spend time at homeless shelters, but then these shelters often fill up quickly, and many homeless individuals spend time on the streets. We as a responsible, compassionate society must pay attention to the issue of homelessness. As long as we have fellow human beings sleeping on the road, we cannot, as a society, we cannot have good quality of life. The current economic crisis is likely to worsen the issue of homelessness. Due to inflation, Families are struggling. When expenses exceed a family's budget, people have to make tough choices. And the way that prices have been skyrocketing, many families may be forced out of their homes because of financial struggles. For many families, the difference between a roof over the head and homelessness may just be a few hundred dollars a month. If they experience a shortfall of a few hundred dollars a month because of inflation, then these families may end up becoming homeless. The issue of homelessness is likely to increase significantly if such economic conditions continue. A growth in the number of homeless individuals will adversely impact our collective quality of life. What would improve our quality of life are a sound economy and strong families. Let me now address another crisis that's been impacting American lives for many years. It is the drug epidemic. Illegal drugs are ruining the lives of many Americans and devastating families. People are dying because of drug overdose. What's fueling this crisis, this epidemic, 
is lack of security at the southern border of the United States. We have a humanitarian crisis at the southern border. Foreign nationals are illegally entering the United States through our porous border. In addition to the crisis of illegal immigration, lack of border security is leading to the flow of illegal drugs into the country. And the drugs that are coming in are spreading all over the United States, leading to drug addiction in, in many cities and states. Also, substance abuse and addiction are hurting the younger generation and ruining their health and future. And substance abuse is destroying families. As more and more younger individuals become victims of drug abuse, our quality of life falls. The younger generation is the future. As a society, we want young Americans to be in good health, both physically and mentally. We want them to study and do well academically. We want them to nurture their talents and skills to be successful. We will enjoy peace and prosperity when the young people grow up to be productive citizens. We invest in creating a better life for the children so that they can grow up and continue making this world a better place to live. Unfortunately, the drug epidemic is threatening the future of our country. Our quality of life, therefore, depends on whether we can secure the southern border and combat this epidemic. Let's talk about crime. Crime is one of the biggest factors affecting quality of life. Crime affects a, a country, a state, a city, and the lives of everyone living within a political boundary. When people talk about quality of life and places that are great for raising a family, they must look at the prevalence of crime. More crime means poor quality of life. In America, I'm noticing a trend of rising crime. In the city where I live, Madison, there are many reports of crimes. Not just in the city of Madison, but in the county that I live in, Dane County. Assault, car thefts, retail thefts, burglaries, robberies, all kinds of crimes are taking place. Not only in the city where I live, not only in the county, but really across the country. What's most troubling is the rise in juvenile crime that I'm noticing, based on the reports that I'm reading. Crimes are being committed by individuals who are under the age of 18. These are kids who should be in schools, playing sports, working on their plans for college or some other means of establishing a sound career. These kids should be spending time with their families, celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, going to the libraries, spending time outdoors, doing recreational activities, and much more. Instead, many children and teens are involved in committing crimes. As a society, we must pay attention to these unfortunate trends, and we must take steps to address these problems. 
when children and teens are heading towards a life of crime, how can we expect to have good quality of life in our society? The discussion of quality of life can go on further. There are many factors that affect quality of life. Unless we understand what these factors are and how they are impacting our lives, as a society we will not be able to improve our quality of life. In this episode, I discussed inflation, shortages, food insecurity, energy crisis, the drug epidemic, crime, and the overall economic picture of America. What I want people to understand is that there is an urgent need to take action on a range of issues if we want to prevent our quality of life from falling. There are many problems that we are facing as a nation. Quality of life can be a personal thing, but it is also a collective matter. As a nation, we have to ensure a certain level of quality of life if we want people living, living in America to be happy and successful. Our physical health and mental health depend on our ability to ensure a sound environment for everyone. I want to thank you all for listening. Share with me your thoughts. And I hope to be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anand.